Hi friends, this is Jen Knezny with the Catalasso Group, and I have the privilege today uh, to talk to you, flying solo here for the first time on our podcast. Uh, Lisa Welter, um, our fearless leader, has graciously uh, requested that I do a solo recording today. And uh, because it's a topic we've been talking about for really the last couple of weeks, we're pretty fired up about it, we're really excited about it, and so I just wanted to take some time today to share with you what we've been talking about. So the title of my message or our podcast episode today is called Pro Say What? Um, I thought that was kind of cute and fun. Um, and so we're going to talk today about what it is, um, what's appealing about uh, having a pro se filing option when marital dissolution is uh, happening inside of a family and uh, between parents that are decoupling. And so I want to talk about why this is such an attractive option for families um, and I'm going to talk specifically about how things are um, moving in that direction in the state of Minnesota specifically, um, and Minnesota as a jurisdiction. So here's what I want you to do. When you get a minute, I want you to go to Google, and I want you to type in ADRMN, and you will be directed to the Alternative Dispute Resolution page um, for the Minnesota Judicial Branch. And I'm going to read to you what it says right here on the first page. Right under the overview heading, it says, why use ADR? Why use alternative dispute resolution? Rule 114.01 .01 of the Minnesota General Rules of Practice requires that most civil cases, types filed in district court, are subject to ADR processes. Solving your differences outside of court can provide greater satisfaction to the parties. ADR can have many advantages as well, such as it can save you time. It can save you money. It can be less stressful. It is confidential and private. It gives you more control over the outcome of your case. It can produce more lasting agreements. And it may preserve or improve relationships. This is especially important in conflict involving families in which it is critical to preserve the relationship and foster ongoing communication. So really, that is the heart behind ADR um, and why it is considered a a preferable um, form of resolving conflict in families and in marriages um, that are being dissolved, especially in the state of Minnesota. So why is this important to talk about now? Well, Lisa and I are both qualified neutrals. We are trained mediators. We are trained in um, transformative mediation, and we train in transformative mediation, family mediation. And so what that means is we've combined the modalities of training people in mediation skill sets and we're combining them with restorative practices called CIRCLE. And the two of these combined provide a preferable means for resolving conflict and are very much in line with the ADR definition or overview I just read to you. Um, what we found in our trainings is, and as we've been out in the community, whether we've been interacting with attorneys, um, mediators, uh, people in child welfare, um, anyone that's been exposed to or has been touched by divorce or high family conflict, what we found is that most people just have really no idea that filing a divorce pro se is an option or even advisable. Um, and, you know, frankly, our culture just doesn't um, give us an option to understand that this is possible. It's not something that we're made aware of. And prior to my getting involved with work as a mediator and in training uh, mediators, I didn't even know it was an option. And, and I'm here to tell you, I've been an attorney since 2003. So it wasn't even really made known to me that this would be a preferable way for families to deal with conflict, to dissolve marriages. 
So now I want to shift to talking about why people would maybe be um, fearful of considering a pro se um, filing option for marital dissolution. And I think um, all of us can agree we've we've heard, you know, worst case scenarios and we've heard horror stories. And of course, when people are um, at that place in their marriage and their marriage is dissolving and ending and they're in a lot of pain or they're numb or they're relieved, I think most of the time people, you know, come to the conclusion, okay, I need to hire an attorney because I want to know my rights, because I want to make sure that my rights aren't violated or that I don't miss out on something that I have a right to. And it's very rights driven, which is, you know, understandable. But when it comes to something like family law and families in conflict, families that are hurting, um, kids that are, you know, shifting into a new relationship with their parents in the near future, um, you know, we want to take into consideration that to this point, <laughs> the couple has been managing things like making decisions about property, bank accounts, where kids are spending their time, who they're spending their time with, um, how to manage their assets, what they own, um, what their tax liabilities are, refunds might be. Um, and so families to the point where they're in conflict have been successfully managing their own affairs and matters their entire marriage. And so the nature of ADR is really to keep the couple in control and empowered as they're now transitioning into a decoupled parent situation, for example, a couple with children. Um, and so really the concern becomes, okay, well, what if I miss out on an opportunity or what if I lose out on something that is rightfully mine? And I think that's what tends to drive people to lawyers because they don't really know what to do or where to go. And, and I think absolutely um, lawyers play a role in helping families um, consider these options and weigh um, what may or may not occur as the marriage is dissolving. Um, that being said, um, the Minnesota um, ADR website or that I've referred you to, the Pro Se Help Desk provides complete resources for how to walk individuals and couples step by step through the process of which forms to file and which circumstances, what the timing of those things are. Um, and I feel like, boy, if the court has developed such a database of resources for couples to be able to engage with their forms in order to represent themselves, it's certainly worth taking a look at. Um, and so I'm actually gonna be providing some information um, here in the show notes and I'm going to provide you with a link to the Minnesota Judicial Branch website. And it's actually going to direct you to one particular example from the self-help desk that provides um, the packet of forms. Um, for example, petition for divorce with children. And I want you to take a look when you get a chance and read through the instructions. Take a look at some of the forms that are posted here. There are PDF forms and there are fillable smart forms. And to the point where a couple can get to a stipulated findings of fact, conclusion of law, order for judgment, and judgment and decree. And that document, once it's completed by the couple um, in a satisfactory manner, actually is signed by the judge. And so that is where the decree comes from, the dissolution decree. So I just think, boy, is it worth um, keeping families out of the court, keeping families out of litigious conversations, um, 
keeping families empowered as they make this very difficult transition into a different kind of future for their family. Um, and then from there, I just want to trans, you know, kind of uh, transition into how do we prepare the people that we train um, in our transformative family mediation training um, to be able to pass the baton as, as qualified neutrals and mediators, trained mediators, to the clients that they're serving. And so I'm just going to share a little snapshot of what that looks like um, in our training program. As I said before, part of what we do is we train people in, in mediation skill sets. And so we really do um, educate people on what is the process of mediation, at what point are these clients engaging with you. They may have an attorney already, they may have already filed for divorce, they might be in high conflict and considering divorce, um, and they're looking at a pro se option and they want to handle the whole matter by themselves um, without the assistance of counsel, which as I said is possible here. And so what we do is we just educate our, the people that we're training all about that um, at different types of interactions where the clients might be meeting them and engaging their mediation services. And then we walk them through what are all the steps of mediation um, from the intake and initial phone call um, all the way through the issues that need to be resolved and, and decisions that need to be made in order to um, enter the marital dissolution petition. And so what happens is through that whole process of, of really... Um, dividing out all of the things that have been um, acquired in the marriage, whether that's um, parenting time, um, who's living or where are the kids living um, most of the time or part of the time, um, what, how are we dividing property, what's marital, what's non-marital, what are our, any residual legal or tax issues, um, how are we planning for budgets for the future so that we know what our costs are going to be moving forward. Those sorts of matters are all the things that get, um, that where the decisions are made between the couple and the mediator uh, facilitates that for them to get them to a place of agreement. When that's all done, what's, what's compiled is really called a memorandum of agreement. And it really is what it sounds like. It's a memorandum to reflect um, the entirety of the decision-making, the conversations that have been had in mediation and where the couple has landed as far as their decisions. Um, to get into the, the point of uh, dissolving the marriage. So what's really interesting about this is um, we really do encourage mediators to let their clients know that pro se filing is an option. Certainly if they don't already have legal counsel, um, then it is an option, it's viable, and it can be a successful endeavor for them. And so I now want to talk about, this is where the mediators would tell the clients that they can go check out these resources and walk through them. That is such a comprehensive document that um, the clients can then take that document and use it to complete the, um, the stipulation to get the divorce decree um, issued. And so it's just incredible how, and it just is so empowering to look through that form and see how simple it is to follow the instructions and easily and quickly fill in information just that's transferred directly from the memorandum of agreement right into that document that the judge eventually reviews um, and signs in order to issue the divorce decree. So it's just a really cool process. Um, and we love that we have this option to give people. I think our mediators get really excited also because, you know, divorce is expensive. It's already um, difficult and challenging and, and um it's sometimes heartbreaking for the families that are involved. Um, and so we just love that the courts have really demonstrated that they are pro-family and gone to such lengths to provide these incredible resources for um, couples to retain control of the process, to stay empowered in the process, um, 
And inside of transformative family, family mediation, as we train, it is really important to us that the relationship, as it says um, in that first overview uh, definition I read to you, that it can preserve or even improve the relationship. Um, part of what we train um, in our sessions is how to build common ground um, between the couples. What can they agree about? Um, what What's most important to them? What do they dream? What are they dreaming about for their families? What are they dreaming about for their kids? Um, is there anything that needs to be said um, so that we can all be um, heard and that we can move forward? And so I just love that we've got this process available to families and my hope today is that I've given you something to think about, and I really hope you will go dig into this website. And as I said, we'll be providing links in the show notes. And um, thank you so much for following along. If um, One of the other things I want to just say briefly before I wrap up here today is you might be listening to this, you know, this, this story, this idea, what I'm sharing with you today. And if you've been following us along for any amount of time, you know that we are passionate about training people to do this work in their spheres of influences, their communities, their schools, their homes, their workplaces, um, their faith congregations, wherever they see families in conflict, wherever they've experienced conflict themselves, we are just passionate about training people to take their pain and their experiences and translate it into something beautiful um, and productive and helpful to the people around them. And so I wanted to share one more little point from the under the overview tab on that, that first uh, ADR page I told you about. And it says, what is the alternative dispute resolution roster for Rule 114 qualified neutrals? The ADR program maintains a roster of qualified neutrals who are licensed professionals consisting of attorneys, social workers, psychologists, and other mental health professionals, along with other non-licensed subject matter experts who are willing to provide ADR services. So what that means in a nutshell is if you have any experience with dealing with high conflict, um, if you want to be one of those people who has more of an influence and impact to help families in high conflict um, come through it better than they could have, you are qualified to be trained in this work. And you could be the difference that you make in your your neck of the woods, your region of, um, of where you are. And so I just really encourage you, take a look at our website, thecatalassogroup.com. Um, take a look at some of the links we've got in the show notes, poke around. Um, and if you have any questions or if you're interested in learning more about what types of trainings we offer and how that you could engage with this work, please reach out to us. We've got our emails right on the website. We'd love to hear from you. You can just enter a comment on our webpage. Um, and thank you so much for taking the time to listen. Take care.